Hi, and welcome to The Booby Girls, a podcast from two friends dedicated to answering the age-old question, which was better, the book or the movie? I'm Hannah. And if you want to hear more from the Booby Girls, we are on Patreon. All you have to do to become a patron is go to patreon.com forward slash the Booby Girls, where you get access to all of our bonus content, including our recent or our mm-hmm. latest movie serial, Stay Close. What are we doing next? That's a great question. I think oh, we, we the, discussed. The Netflix one, right? What's Netflix the one? Pieces of Her, right? That one? Are we doing that one? I don't know. It's on. It keeps popping up on my Netflix account. I know. So. I feel like we need to get on one like that, like just premiered because like now everyone's already watched that and like they're over it okay well that's your job figure it out (laughs) great thanks (laughs) uh this week on the podcast we are covering what's eating gilbert grape um i wanted to title this one something about those weird crickets that he like beheaded the grasshoppers (laughs) the grasshoppers (laughs) Uh um but i couldn't think of anything good but don't they always say where's arnie sure where's arnie yeah oh yeah where could arnie be (laughs) and he's usually in the tree yeah (laughs) yes okay where's arnie (laughs) uh so the book was originally published in 1991 and it's written by peter hedges it has somehow a 4.1 out of 5 on goodreads no way (laughs) yeah no Um, and it's 335 pages yikes the movie came out in 1993 uh so i was five years old it would have made you what three three uh, it's a PG-13 drama, and it's an hour and 58 minutes long. If you'd like to watch it, it's on Amazon Prime for $3.99 to rent. Or Redbox for $2.99 to rent. If you want the um, standard <laughs> definition, not high, not high definition. <laughs> so it's directed by Lisey Hallstrom. I'm probably not pronouncing that right. Probably not. Um, but he directed Cider House Rules uh, Chocolat. Chocolat? Chocolat? Too. Yes, it is. Um, Dear John. Also a book. Oh. Um, and a Dog's Purpose. Also a book that we will never do. <laughs> you and the dogs, I know. Man. <laughs> I know. So, but yeah, interesting. This guy must like like doing uh, movie adaptations for I books. I guess so. I guess so. Uh, so the IMDb synopsis reads, A young man in a small Midwestern town struggles to care for his mentally disabled younger brother and morbidly obese mother while attempting to pursue his own happiness. Oh, poor Gilbert. There's a lot going on. <sighs> yeah, that was a mouthful. Um, but yeah. like, yeah, that's basically what the gist of the story is. <laughs> um, and just I'd like everyone to know that this was a Rosha pick. <laughs> Listen, the reason I picked it is because I ro- watched this movie years ago and I absolutely loved it. It's it's a known fact that Johnny Depp is one of my absolute favorites. Right. I recently he's you know been through some some issues yeah. and he, you know he's problematic as of late, but he's one of the best actors in my opinion. And mm-hmm. this was one of the first things he did. So I loved the movie. I was really hopeful that the book would be just as good. You were wrong. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, so some interesting facts. There wasn't too much about the book, but um, about the author, Peter Hedges. This is one of three novels that he's written. Uh, this was his first. Uh, he also wrote An Ocean in Iowa in 1998 and then The Heights in 2010. Mm-hmm. But he also is a playwright, a screenwriter, director, and producer. He wrote the story for About a Boy that came okay. out in 2002, starring Hugh Grant. And he also co-wrote and directed Dan in Real Life, starring Steve Carell, um, that came out in 2000. Seven, I believe. So he's got, you know, he's kind of runs the gamut mm-hmm. in terms of like he's clearly in the industry. So yeah. I, I personally think he should probably stick to writing and directing, not so much noveling. <laughs> noveling, <laughs> if that's a word. <laughs> uh, but that's basically all I had in terms of fun facts. All right. So the movie, a lot of people enjoy this movie just like you do. It has a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes, as it should. It, this is a very, it's like a coming of age type 
yep. type uh, movie. I was trying to explain it to someone and I don't know how to explain this, but it's like, you know how sometimes we're like, all right, this is a really good book. It should never become a movie. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a good movie, but I don't know why the heck anyone would ever write this story. Right. You get what I mean? Like, I it's, it's kind of hard to explain. It's like very like just coming of age, kind yeah. of a slow story that why would anyone want to read yeah. it? But I'm cool watching it. Well, and like this is similar to No, no Country for Old Men. Like maybe he like wrote this book and may, like intended for it to eventually be a movie. Yeah. But like didn't think things through. I actually have a review in Karen Reviews that yeah. like talks to this. It's like maybe he should have just stuck to like writing it for a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So it the budget was $11 million. It only grossed $10 million. Oh, So no. it was a flop, but everyone <laughs> loved it. <laughs> no one saw it, but the ones that did loved it. <laughs> Um, just like, uh, one fun fact, cause there's actually a lot more, um, facts about the cast mm-hmm. than anything else. Um, I referenced earlier the grasshopper scene mm-hmm. where Leonardo DiCaprio is presumably chopping the heads off these grasshoppers. Oh, he's definitely chopping them off. <laughs> well, they actually had, um, animal protection, um, services out there on the scenes to make sure that the grasshoppers, um, were being taken care of and that no no animals were being hurt in the making of this movie. However, Leonardo accidentally actually killed one of them <laughs> during all of this. Uh, so th- that backfired, clearly. Yeah, clearly, but they <laughs> let it go, I guess. But I'm like, come on, bugs. Bugs. Listen, you know, animals are animals. Sure. All right, so the cast is fun to watch. This one kind of reminded me of when we did uh, the one with all the boys. Oh, the outsiders, the outsiders yeah. with all like the big time actors uh-huh, that were uh-huh. so young. So Gilbert Grape, who is the main character of this movie, um, is played by Johnny Depp, as as you mentioned. So in the book, he is supposed to be like 24 mm-hmm. or so. Um, I think Johnny Depp looks a lot younger than 24. I don't know. Or he, he was 19 when he did this movie. He was actually 30 when he what? made this movie. Yeah. Where did I read that he was 19? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Not, oh, maybe it was Leo. Yeah, Leo was nineteen. Oh, okay. Leo was nineteen. That makes sense. Johnny Depp was actually thirty, but I read somewhere that they don't actually say his name or his age in the movie mm-hmm. because you they want you to think he's younger, but then he's having this affair with this older right. woman, so like you don't really know how old he is. Um, his first movie. It's funny. Earlier, you just said that this is one of his first movies. Well, his first movie was actually in nineteen eighty four. Was it Nightmare Before? Yeah. Or Nightmare on Elm Street? <laughs> yes, Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street when he was 21 years old. So then, then he'd been I was acting wrong. for about 10 years um, <laughs> before that, but not a, in a lot of things. Yeah. Um, this was one of his bigger roles at the, towards the beginning. Um, he doesn't actually have much coming up, which is kind of weird. Not surprising. Well, yeah, but he is being in a, um, he's a voice of a puffin bird in this new TV miniseries um, called Puffins. It's a cartoon, <laughs> um, but they already have 70 episodes recorded. Wowza. Yeah, and it's not out yet. So, so no, yeah, we're not going to be seeing him in uh, Fantastic Beasts. Well, yeah, he, he definitely got the shaft on that one. Um, but, I mean, again, I, I'll say this again. He's one of my absolute favorites. I yeah. think he is such a dynamic actor. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you've heard me talk ad nauseum about the fact that I think Ben Affleck is, like, such a one-note type of actor. Correct. Johnny is the complete opposite of that yeah. to me, right? He, you put him in any kind of role and he figures yeah. it out. Usually it's kind of those dark and twisties. Yeah, this is very like normal. <laughs> very normal. You know, I love this era of Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. That long hair to your point, like super young looking mm-hmm. face. Like, I don't know if you've ever watched the movie Benny and June. Oh, it's one of my absolute favorites. But he has a similar look yeah. in that one. And it's just it's just my favorite. <laughs> 
I love him. So attractive. <laughs> so attractive. So att- and I'm not usually down for like the long hair, but yeah. give me all the long hair. Yes. I just wanted to braid it. <laughs> um, I, well, we'll talk about this a little bit like within the episode, but the character in the book, I absolutely despised. Yeah. And I felt like they definitely softened him for the movie. They made him very likable. Very likable. You felt very bad sweet. for him. You did. You felt bad for him. I think the, the issue with the book character was like, the author intended for you to feel bad, but it was so narcissistic, so like self-deprecating mm-hmm. that it was like, oh, like yeah. it just rubbed me the wrong way. So I'm glad that like I first had seen the movie, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's move on to Arnie Grape, who is the mentally disabled brother of Gilbert Grape in this story, played by 19 year old Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, this was actually just a year after his stint on Growing Pains. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever watch Growing Pains? No. I loved that show. And I remember him coming on there and everyone just, <laughs> he was like this cute little, you know, yeah. kid or whatever. Um, so people really started to know him. This was, uh, this movie came out in 93. Romeo and Juliet came out in 96 mm-hmm. and then Titanic 97. So he had a good nineties. Yeah. And then it just skyrocketed yes. from there, you know. So a couple upcoming things for Leo um, in the acting world. He's going to be in a movie called Killer of the Flower Moon, which I don't know much about. I think that's a book, too. Is it? Let me look that up. Sounds like it. <laughs> it sounds like a book title. <laughs> Killer of a Flower Moon. Yeah, I think I had a friend who actually um, recommended this to me. Based on the best-selling 2017 nonfiction book, Killers of the Flower Moon. It's well, on my, like, to-be-read list. Oh. Well, well there you go. List when too. is it coming out? <laughs> in, in the next couple of years or so, in the next well, year great. or so. We're, we're going to be covering That's it. That's exciting. Um, he's also going to be in a movie called Jim Jones and then Roosevelt, which we've talked about before. He's going to be playing Theodore Roosevelt, which I cannot wait. Um, and he's also producing um, the movie Devil in the White City, which is going to be a series. Okay. Um, which I actually thought he was going to be in, but I guess he's just producing it. Mm. But... We're definitely going to cover that yeah. one. Um, and then Captain Planet is going to be a new movie. What's up? <laughs> Captain Planet was a... <laughs> I can't believe they're making this into a movie. Captain Planet was a TV sh- cartoon TV show when I was growing up. And it was all about, like, saving the Earth. Oh, like, about recycling. right up his and, alley. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. <laughs> and then um, the movie Atari that's coming out, which is about... It's kind of in the Ready Player One t- type realm. Oh, that's so, cool. So a lot coming up for Leo. Um, Not to go back to Killers of the Flower Moon, but to go back. Uh, mm-hmm. It's also directed by Martin Scorsese, which, Ooh. you know, those two together, you know, it's going to well, be Well, I actually have a fun, a fun fact about that. So we'll get to it in a moment. This um, this movie, Leo actually got his first Oscar nomination for. Wow. Obviously, he didn't win. He didn't win till way longer. I was going to say, he went on to have years of being snubbed. Of snubs. They were all like, he should have won for this one. You know, I feel like if he would one for this it would have every other one he would have won probably probably oh gosh the oscars wow yeah overhearing about that (laughs) anyways leo i'm so glad leo wasn't a part of that this year yeah you know i'm actually really (laughs) upset that will smith was a part of that this year but let's not get into that everyone's heard about it um he actually said that playing arnie grape is one of his favorite roles of all time that he had so much fun playing it um i actually think he did i mean People are going to have their opinions about this role because he does play a mentally handicapped individual. Um, but I feel like he did it in a very respectable way. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually, you know, researched this role a lot. He spent a lot of time 
um, at a mental care facility, Mm -hmm. um, interacting with people that have, you know, had the same condition. So we wanted to really make sure that he got it right. And I think, I think he did. Yeah. I was going to say, I felt like it was very authentic Mm -hmm. and like true to kind of the, the hardships and like the struggles that a mentally disabled person goes through. Mm -hmm. Um, it didn't feel like he was trying too hard or anything like that. It didn't feel like he was acting it. Yeah. I I read somewhere that people at the premiere of this movie who, you know, cause he wasn't all that Mm -hmm. well known were shocked that he actually wasn't mentally disabled when he got to the premiere. Well, and I will say, obviously this is 1993, but having just witnessed, um, Coda winning, Mm -hmm. you know, at the Oscars and like seeing that actually they've, they've brought in, you know, naturally deaf Mm -hmm. actors to play these roles. Like it would be incredible to see something like that actually brought into current day. Well, and and if you think, uh, breaking bad, the Mm -hmm. sun and breaking bad, um, he's mentally disabled and he was in real life and in the show and he was amazing. That's true. You know, so I I love actually seeing that come to life. So you mentioned Martin Scorsese. Mm -hmm. Uh, this was actually the first time that he became aware of Leo and he saw him in this film and he was like, Oh my gosh, he's amazing. And so um he told his friends like, "Oh my gosh, this kid is so great." And he told his friend Robert De Niro oh. about it, um <laughs> who ended up working with Leonardo DiCaprio in A Boy's Life um that next year and then obviously Martin Scorsese and Leo Leo have gone on to do lots of amazing work. Yeah. So it's just kind of fun. That's awesome. Um and then one more thing about Leo, he turned down this role to be in he turned down the role in blank to be in this movie. And I want to know if you think it's a good, a good play Are or you going to give me a clue? It's a Halloween movie. Oh, uh, vampire interview with the vampire. No, great movie though. I have no idea. Hocus Pocus. Really? He to be the, the kid uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah. So he turned down the role in Hocus Pocus to play this. And it's one of the things you're like, huh? I don't know if that was the right decision, but like, I think it was, I think, I mean, he got noticed by Martin Scorsese. He would have gotten Martin Scorsese would have thought, Oh, that's a cute kid. I was going to say, I think this is a more serious role. Mm -hmm. It kind of sets the stage for the rest of his career a little bit. Like, whereas Hocus Pocus might've pigeonholed Where are the kids from Hocus Pocus right now? Right. But witches are the most famous ones. Yeah. So that was interesting. All right. Moving on to Becky, who plays the, um, the stranded teenage love interest uh, in this movie is played by Ju- Juliette Lewis. She played in A Million Little Pieces. And then I know her mostly from being uh, Audrey from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Still haven't seen that. <laughs> you haven't? No. Oh, God. It's so good. But anyways, uh, she's she's funny. She's She reminds me of somebody, but I don't know who it is. She kind of is like... She reminds me of like the Jennifer Gardners and really? and them. I don't know, just kind of like that realm of actresses Interesting. that are kind of goofy. Yeah, I like but. her. I I'm trying to rack my brain where I know her most from. Um, I think it's actually another it's another sh- movie where she plays a mentally disabled person. Oh yes. Um, and it's like it's not coming to me right now. It's like this. Sister, something, something like something that, sister. right? Oh, now it's gonna. Yeah, is it the bug other me. sister? Maybe. I'm I'm looking through her <laughs> her movies now that you say it. Yeah, oh, I've seen it. Yeah, I've definitely seen it too, and I remember thinking like she was really good in that. And now, of course, I can't can't for the life of me find it. <laughs> I give it a good. Ugh, what is it called? 
Yep. The other sister. The other sister. Why can't I see it on here? And I love it because the guy who is uh, Giovanni Rabisky, mm-hmm. he plays his like girl, yep, yep. His, her boyfriend. Exactly. Oh, I do love that movie. Yes, that was a great one. Um, but oh, yeah, Diane anyway. Keaton. Yeah, that that one's a good one, and it just re- this kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, the fact that she she plays in, in both. I thought she played this role pretty well. It's weird, like again, I think it had to do with like the main character perspective of the book makes her feel a lot more like I don't know, I don't know what the word is, but mm-hmm. like again, they did a good job of kind of toning her down, I guess, in the b- movie and like making her likable, and the the relationship yeah. between her and um, Gilbert is a little bit nicer i guess and like more involved i would say yeah um but i thought she did a good job uh moving on to mrs betty carver <laughs> played by mary steen Bur- virgin uh she was in the most recent movie uh nightmare alley which was really good which was nominated for best picture um she was an elf as the mom mm, she was in stepbrothers right. she's everyone's favorite mom basically <laughs> um john c Riley is also in this movie he mm. he has kind of just a side role and obviously she played his mom in oh, yeah. stepbrothers she's so she's so pretty and it's one of those things i've seen her and stuff you know recently and you're like wow she's a really pretty older woman i bet she was like gorgeous when she was younger and it's like this one is even like younger and you're yeah. like Oh, she's really pretty now. I bet she was really, really pretty when she was like a teenager, you know? So yeah. um, I, I loved her. I think I, I thought she nailed this role. Um, yeah. But yeah, to your point, everyone's favorite mom, but also like can play that like, like sexy. She's mom literally too. been playing the mom since 1993. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's 2022. She's been playing the impressive. mom. She's been playing the mom for almost 40 That's years. That's impressive. Kudos yeah. to her. Right. All right. And then lastly, and you talk about mama. Mama is Gilbert and Arnie's mom, along with the, with the sisters, played by Darlene Katz. So Darlene, um, this is the only movie that she did. Um, she was in four other TV series um, throughout her life. Um, she did pass away in 2017 at the age of 69. Uh, she is very, very heavy. I don't, I don't know how much she weighed, but that yeah. is, there was no prosthetics or mm-hmm. anything for this movie. She was actually um, discovered, I should say, when she did an episode, she appeared on an episode of Sally, Jesse, Raphael in oh, wow. 1993, ty- or yeah, 1983, sorry, um, titled Too Heavy to Leave Their Home was wow. the name of the episode. And um, the screenwriter of this movie uh, actually saw her and was like, oh, I have a part for her. And then she ended up playing this role. Interesting. So I also <laughs> heard that Johnny Depp hated that he had to like yell at her and say really mean things to her i guess like after like they would cut he would go back and be like i'm really sorry (laughs) (laughs) you know like it's one of those things when you're acting you're yelling at someone and you're saying things that like you know that they aren't or they aren't that way in real life Mm -hmm. but like to have to like say those things to someone that really does attribute yeah. to their lifestyle. It's got to be tough. Well, thankfully, he didn't say nearly as bad of stuff as he thought in the book because yeah. he thought every bad thing you could possibly think about any uh, human in this yeah. book. So, uh, And then in the movie, uh, they show pictures. They're like, this is what she looked like before. Those are actual pictures of Darlene when she was oh, younger. Wow. So. wow, that's interesting. Yeah, so kind of sad, and but... She played the role well. And yeah. I mean, there's so many moments in the, in this movie where you're cheering for her, mm-hmm. you know? So. Oh my God. When she like walks up the stairs, I'm like, yes. yes. Actually. Go. So actually fun fact about that one. She actually only walked up 
three of the stairs mm-hmm. and then, um, they, and then they then she stopped and then they like filmed it to make it look yeah. like she made it all the way up yeah. so but she did a couple. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Time for who said it. Your first one is, I'm a believer in the very best for the very best people. Your mother is one of the best people. Is this Carver? No. No. This is Tucker. Who's, oh, who play, that, that was, I plays. was going between two of <laughs> yeah. them. The uh, next one is, I knew you'd never leave your family. I knew you'd never leave Endora. Mama. Mm, Mrs. Betty Carver. Oh my gosh. <laughs> next one is, I never want to regret. Regret is the ugliest word. Becky. Dang it. <laughs> Last but not least. It's, <laughs> it's been a little while since I read it. <laughs> <laughs> it's slowing down here. It is a new beginning. Gilbert. Yes. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. You didn't do so great on no. that one. <laughs> All right. I attribute it to the book. If I like the book, I do better. <laughs> sure. Uh, so your options for F. Mary Kill are Gilbert. And I tried mm-hmm. to be age appropriate here. So okay. Gilbert, Amy, the older sister, okay. and then Mrs. Betty Carver. Hmm. Because you have to say her full name, Mrs. Mrs. Betty, Betty Carver. Carver. Um, I will deliver groceries to Mrs. <laughs> Betty Carver for sure. Um, I will marry Gilbert because, it, at least in the from the movie, I was gonna say in the movie he's still trying to take care of his family and be a realist, and he knows how to fix a house, mm-hmm. or at least you know a little bit of carpenter. And I'll. I mean, the sisters were fine, but I got to kill the sister. Okay. I will agree with you strictly from the movie. Okay. <laughs> if we're talking book, Gilbert is going. Yeah, Gilbert is sure. dead for sure. right away. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> All right. So let's get into the movie. Um, the movie opens up with Gilbert and Arnie. Uh, they're on the side of the road waiting for the campers to, to come through. We don't know that at, at first, um, but it... it has become their annual tradition to wait for these campers to come by. And they're like these old Airstream trailers that come by every month or every year on their way to their camping trips. (laughs) In the book, he waits for, I think they're like carnival rides and like horses and stuff for the fair that comes in every year. That seems more exciting. Well, yeah, you get to see like all the rides that you could potentially ride. Well, and in the book, they don't talk about like, are these people coming to camp in Indora? Are they camping somewhere? Like, I think they're camping like way further away. So why is that? Right. And how do all these people afford Airstreams? Those are very expensive. Maybe they were cheap back then. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't understand why they wouldn't use the carnival. That would have been way more visually know. appealing. Well, but I can't remember. How does Becky come into play? Is she part of the carnival? No. Her, her, her and her oh, grandma in, just show up, right? Yeah. yeah. So I guess maybe. I guess it makes more sense because they break down, yeah. whatever. So yeah, so one of the trailers breaks down. It ends up being Becky and her family. Uh, it's her grandparents, actually. Um, for a while, I thought it was her parents because <laughs> they were like young grandparents. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we find out a little bit more about Endora, where they live. It's this very sleepy town. Um, not much going on. Would you have ever wanted to live in a town like that? Absolutely not. No? No. Could you ever now? No. Even when you, even when you retire? It depends. Like, not that type of town. Yeah. I could do a small town in, like, Italy. <laughs> But like, not in the middle you Midwest. Know what, you know what small town I want to live in? What? Stars Hollow. Of course. <laughs> I will live in Stars Hollow, and See, I will I, move I there now. I don't even think I could do Stars Hollow. That's still too like. You're only a train ride away from Yale. Great. You know, you're not that far from like big towns. Sure. I guess I don't know. Anyways, um, so we also get the backstory about Arnie, and Arnie is about to turn 18 years old. Uh, they thought that he wouldn't. He would only live to 10 years old. 
you know, he's mentally disabled and they basically just say he could go at any time. Every time he goes to sleep, he may not wake up. So he's a very special kid. Mm. Um, there's five kids total, uh, three boys. Um, the oldest boy has gotten out (laughs) (laughs) in to never return. (laughs) I thought for sure he was going to come back at some point. Well, and he does in the book. Yeah. I don't know why he wouldn't come back in the movie, but who knows? And then the two girls, um, one of them's pretty young, uh, still in like high school. Yeah. Age. She just got her braces off. Yeah. Another feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the older of the two girls who's, I think, just out of out of high school or mm, no, in high she school. was working. So I think she's around the same age as, as Gilbert. Yeah. A uh, couple things that are different um, in the book. They have an additional sister, mm-hmm. uh, which we don't get in the movie. And in the book, um, Arnie actually has a glass eye. One of his eyes is glass because I think Ellen threw a pencil at him or something at some point. And like, yeah. So he has a glass eye in the, in the book, but not, I don't know how you, as an actor, how they could like get someone who doesn't have a glass eye to look like they have a glass eye. Well, if you've ever seen seven pounds, um, what's his face is supposed to be blind. Um, I forget his name. Why, why am I blanking on his name? The guy from true, true detective. We talked about him the other day. He's in Hunger Games. Oh my god, why am I like I am terrible with names. Woody Harrelson? Yes, Woody Harrelson. The guy uh, that was literally in our movie that we did last week. <laughs> that one. Yeah, that guy. Um, yeah, he plays a blind guy and there's yeah. like a I don't know, it's like a the type of lens where it, it almost mm-hmm. looks like glossed over a little bit. Oh, like um, I was just talking about how dogs get the diamond eye. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they have those. They have those contacts. Got it. Got it. Okay. Well, in 1993 they didn't. <laughs> also, the White Walkers in uh Game of Thrones, they kind of have like that like classy okay look i'll to their describe eyes. blind dogs that way for you <laughs> next time anyways I'm just we're on it's a possible. it's possible are you done yes okay so we also find out about their mom and their mom has not left the house in seven years um she's very very obese she lives most of her life on the couch but we find out that this started happening after their dad At first, we're told that their dad left. Mm -hmm. Um, We find out a little bit later what actually happened to their dad, but she refuses now to leave the house. Is this a good time to talk about the fact that Gilbert is absolutely horrendous in this book? I mean, you've been talking about it. I know, but like specifically. So I just, I have such a difficult, and I get it, the times, whatever, this book was written in Mm -hmm. 1991. The amount of times that he uses the R word in Mm -hmm. reference to Arnie and the fact that he's mentally disabled was absolutely disgusting. The terrible, terrible thoughts that he had in the book about his mother, about Mm -hmm. his sisters, the vulgarness of like his like sexual attraction to women. Like it, I'm just, I was disgusted. There were so many times I almost did not finish this book, but I told myself that I yell at you so much about finishing books that I had to finish (laughs) it. So I finished it. I was not happy about it. This is the, the one book in like, I don't know how long that I gave a one star, which is so crazy because you love this movie so much. I do. I think it's a great movie. I think yeah. that uh, congratulations to the director of this movie for yeah. taking that source material and making but such maybe a decent th- But movie. maybe that's why it didn't do great in the box offices because some people read this and they're like, no way, I'm not going to see this. I would not be surprised. Anyway, like if you would have read this, you probably would have been like, no, I'm good. I would have been like, why was this book even made? Yeah. <laughs> to your point yeah. earlier, why was this? Why did he write this book? Well, and clearly <laughs> it wasn't written that much before the movie. So it's like, why... You didn't have to use that in the in the movie. Why right. did you have to use it in the exactly. writing? Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's I will stop ranting about how much I hate the book. That's the last time I'll, I'll mention it. But <laughs> I just really wanted it to, to, to be known. Rocha, are you going to pick the book or the movie? <laughs> 
I know, right? I'm really, uh, you know, t- telling you what I'm, what I'm deciding yeah. on, but I just had to say that. <laughs> I feel like there was a book not too long ago that I felt very strongly, strongly about. about, and I can't remember what it was, or maybe it was the movie. Yeah. I don't know. Uh-huh. Who knows? <laughs> um, so anyways, we find out a little bit more about, um, Gilbert. He works at the local grocery store. Um, you know, this is the time in life when the big grocers started coming and Foodland is right down the street, um, just outside of town. So they're not that far from the, from the big town. Um, so this, the grocery store is very strict. They're mm-hmm. struggling a lot. Um, we all, this is where we also find out that he, um, is the original, um, you know, grocery delivery people, the original Uber Eats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bazinga. And <laughs> if you know what I mean. And, um, he uh, is, has to do deliveries to Mrs. Carver. And you can tell that he's a little like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe. Okay. So anyways, he's taking these groceries to Mrs. Carver, who is clearly married. Um, but she quickly puts the moves on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kisses him. And at the same time, though, her husband comes home yes. with a trampoline for the children. <laughs> clearly, he's just trying to make his family happy. Right. So Gilbert, while he is there delivering the the groceries... Arnie ends up climbing the water tower, mm-hmm. the local water t- tower, which my, there's such an easy solution to this. So they, we come to find out that this isn't the first time that Arnie mm-hmm. has done this. He does this very often. Um, the whole town, it's like a spectacle. And why didn't you just like put a, like a cage? Like right. if you look at the water towers now, a lot of them have like mm-hmm. cages around the bottom. So people can't climb up That's them. That's true. Good like, point. Didn't think of doing that. Maybe they didn't have a lot of people climbing water towers. Yeah. So until know. Arnie came along. Until Arnie came along. <laughs> so Gilbert ends up getting him to come down by using the bullhorn to sing him a song down, yeah. like calms him down and brings him down. What I thought was interesting, I, I guess it makes sense for the movie. Arnie is with Gilbert way more in the movie mm-hmm. than in the book. Like a yeah. lot of times when you're reading the book, like he, he mentions Arnie, he talks about Arnie, but most often like he's not actually with him. But in the movie, they like put them together a lot well, more. And it's kind of confusing a little bit because in the movie, it's like they, it's almost like if Gilbert's not with him, Arnie's not okay. Right. Like he goes and does something that he shouldn't be doing. Yeah. But then there's clearly big chunks of time in the movie when he's not with him and it's kind of okay. You know, like <laughs> yeah. pick one or the other. He either has to be with him all the time or he doesn't. Or he doesn't. You know? Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so he gets him down, whatnot. We find out that, uh, they are planning this big, huge birthday party for Arnie because he's turning 18 and his mom really, really wants to do it. Um, they argue with Gilbert um, that he's not doing anything. This is probably like where you hate Gilbert the most is when he's like with his family really yeah. in the movie. And it's really like, I'm like, he's a dude. He doesn't want to help plan this. Like, you know, that's the vibe you get from the movie. Well, and you can tell that like, you know, and even more so in the book, he gets angry because it's like, he's by default turned into the man of the house because right. his older brother left mm-hmm. and a lot of like the day-to-day stuff falls on him and he's just yeah. tired of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he has to come home and listen to his little sister, like yell at him for not right. doing anything <laughs> right. when she it. sits around and does nothing too. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, while they're there eating dinner, um, we should mention though, that they actually move the kitchen table in front of their mom. Um, so she can eat on, on, on the couch. Yeah. Cause she doesn't move. She sits Correct. in her chair all day. Yes. Uh, another thing to know, um, the book, there's the big thing, the theme that they talk about constantly is that their mom 
all she wants in life is to see her son turn 18. That's like the number one thing. Like right. all, all she asks of God all the time is like, let me just see my, tur- my son turn 18. So it's like a big deal that he is turning 18. And yeah. so they're planning this huge hoopla. So while they're sitting there having dinner, we see like little kids come up to the window. So we find out through this that she kind of has become this spectacle uh, spectacle or like the rumor mill of the town. Like, Oh, Mrs. Grape lives in there, but we've never seen her. Mm. So like, let's like dare you to go look through the window. Um, (laughs) we now get to meet Tucker who is one of Gilbert's friends, townie friends. He has two friends. He has Tucker, the, I guess, electrician. I don't know what his actual job is. Well, he's now going to be assistant manager of Burger Barn. He is. That's a (laughs) big deal because it's coming next to Foodland. And then the other friend is the uh, mortician of the town. Solid. Solid group of friends. Hey, you always need an electrician. You always need a mortician. Facts. You know? Yeah. (laughs) And then there's Gilbert. Yeah. (laughs) The grocer. The grocer. Also, always needed. So Gilbert's back working. Mrs. Carver comes in again um, and says, like, this Thursday is our anniversary. Um, and I, you need to get ready, basically. <laughs> um, and so at the same time, the girl, Becky, whose family broke down, um, trailer broke down, she comes in and she needs help with the delivery. And this is where you see Mrs. Carver's like, oh, who is this? Like, get out of here. I will say, like, right out the gate, and I get, like, for timing purposes, you know, he clearly has an attraction to her. But also, like, their mutual attraction is kind of evident in the movie. In the book, they, like, struggle for a while. Like, I don't yeah. know if it's just his lack of, like, again, his macho-ness of, like, oh, like, I don't like you. Even yeah. though I dream about you at night and do right. b- disgusting things Ugh. in my bedroom. Um, <laughs> but, like, I'm glad that they didn't have that, like added turmoil of like yeah. do they do they not what is it like they just like each other <laughs> right well i mean he's still not nice to her that nice to her though at the beginning like he's, he's not, still kind of like he's not put terrible him. to her no, though no, 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 no so he's driving her arnie and gilbert are now driving her back to the back to the broken down trailer and they're talking about the 18th birthday party and arnie's like um yeah you're not invited <laughs> look i love his you know candor his he's candor just, you know yeah. um so while they're getting out of the truck, though, Arnie accidentally drops the groceries and Gilbert's just like embarrassed and he's so sorry. And, you know, Becky's like, it's fine. Like, don't be sorry. Yeah. Like, you know, I think. And I, I I see this. You see this all the time. Like even like I remember there was one time when my niece or nephew were like throwing a tantrum and my brother was like so embarrassed or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's fine. It's totally fine. Like, don't be sorry. Like, I think everyone is like their hardest critic. Yeah. You know, and you always just think that you need to be sorry for everything. And I'm actually dealing with that with my sister-in-law. My my brother and his family are in town and uh, the little one has been kind of a terror for lack of a better word. And she just keeps apologizing. I'm like, you can't, I mean, you can only control what you can control. You don't need to apologize. No, it's Kids will be kids. (laughs) I know. I mean, same with Aaliyah. I'm sorry she... (laughs) It's a little sassy. <laughs> it happens. Um, so anyways, we're back at family dinner now and they're arguing once again. Uh, and this is actually where we find out that their dad is actually dead. Their dad didn't just leave. He did die. Still, we don't know exactly how he died at this moment. Um, but as like Arnie's kind of having an episode where he just keeps talking about or keeps saying, you know, dad is dead. Dad is dead. Um, their mom gets up. She actually stands up and yells and starts stomping. And they realize that the 
floor underneath her where there's a basement underneath is about to give way from under the couch where she sits all the time. Yep. Scary. So scary. Foundations. That's why we don't have um, basements in Arizona. That's, well, probably other reasons, but yeah, that's one of them. (laughs) So now uh, Gilbert is um, having breakfast with the boys, brunch with the boys, (laughs) and... (laughs) They, like, ask him about, like, they ask the mortician guy, like, about fooling around with dead bodies. Like, it's so gross, gross, right? (laughs) And so while they're there, though, Mrs. Carver comes in um, with her family and her husband's there. And we learn pretty quickly that Mrs. Carver's husband knows what's going on. He understands. You think he does? In the movie, it makes it very apparent that he Oh, knows. I didn't get that either. I think he, like, really? is just so oblivious. They tried to make it look like he, know, he knew. Yeah, he was... I mean, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I, th- I got the impression that he really did know, yeah. but he wasn't going to ever say anything. Well, and to add to that in the book, he is also having an affair. So, like, yeah, he's busy having his own thing, so he's not worried about what his wife's doing. <laughs> Two wrongs do not make a right, Correct. people. <laughs> So they're fixing the floor, um, you know, in the basement so it doesn't collapse underneath their mom. And this is where we actually find out that Arnie says that dad is in the basement. So I don't know if it's right here, but we it's pretty apparent that their dad killed himself. He killed himself in the basement. Mm-hmm. Basically right under where mama is right. now sitting. Yeah. It's creepy. Gross. Yeah. Um, Arnie, again, tries to climb the water tower. Get a freaking lock, people. Um, and at this point, though, the younger sister is there and she pulls him down and she tackles him and basically starts like beating him up. Yeah. And, you know, Gilbert ends up, I think he's the one that breaks it up mm-hmm. or whatever. And like he tries to tell Arnie, you know, you got to stand up for yourself. You can't let people bully you around, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's evident that like Gilbert and the older sister, Amy, kind of play into Arnie's antics and, like, mm-hmm. joke around with him. The younger sister, Ellen, like, wants nothing to do with right. it. She's, like, at any time he, like, is hiding in the tree, she's, like, he's obviously he's in the tree. literally there. <laughs> right there. <laughs> like, such a teenage girl response, right? Uh, it's funny, though, because she, you know, she beat up uh, Arnie for climbing the water tower. So when Gilbert gets home, she's sitting outside there, and he gets in his truck, and he, like, almost hits her with his car. <laughs> Um, but at this point he goes to see Becky and, um, they go get ice cream. They're on like a little date almost. It's cute. It's very cute. Um, at like, it's like a broken down, like dairy queen. It's like exactly what you think would be a little ice cream shop. Well, and that's where the little sister works too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So they go have ice cream. Then they like go sit in like the hay field to watch the sunset. And at this point, Gilbert's like, oh, shoot, I got to go home and give uh, Arnie his bath. So he leaves Becky in the cornfield or whatever. He goes back and starts Arnie's bath. And he tells him, all right, Arnie, like, you know, you can do this on your own. I'm going to leave you here. So he leaves Arnie by himself in the bathtub. So he goes back to Becky in the, in the hay field. And they end up falling asleep. These two fall asleep a lot, like on the ground. It's <laughs> kind of weird. I was like, maybe I don't... that's what you do in small towns. I guess. You just fall I mean, asleep yeah, in the, maybe. In the field. Oh. <laughs> no, thank you. Not in Arizona. You'd end up with like a scorpion up your butt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, they wake up the next morning, and he's like, "Oh shoot, I gotta get home." Gilbert gets home. Arnie is still in the bathtub from the night before, mm-hmm. so the water's gotten really cold, and like basically on the verge of hypothermia. Right. 
So clearly should not have been in the bathtub yeah. by himself. In the book, um, the reason that he leaves the house is because his friends Tucker and Bobby call him and they're like, so we heard you're like talking to this girl, Becky. We need pointers from you to like talk to women. So like he goes to like talk to them. It's this just makes, so strange. This make, makes way more sense. Way more sense. But I'm just like, that's that's whatever. It's yeah. weird. Um, also, not uh, not forgot to mention that in the book, um, his friend Tucker actually asks Becky out mm-hmm. first and she turns him down. <laughs> And then he's like, oh. Do like, you not know that I work at the Burger Barn? Come on. <laughs> well, I don't think he was at the Burger Barn well, that's just why yet. she said no. Yeah. <laughs> so at this point, like, Mama's really mad at Gilbert for what he did. Arnie doesn't want to take a bath. Like, he's really scared and whatnot of the bathtub now. So Gilbert has to take another delivery to Mrs. Carver. She really uh, orders a lot of stuff. She's got a lot of grocery <laughs> needs. She's got to make some cookies. <laughs> she, I think she ordered one thing of ice cream. <laughs> hey. Girl's got to get her ice cream. Right. You said the original Uber Eats. Yeah, right? <laughs> so while she's there, though, while he's there delivering the, the groceries, she asks about the girl, about Becky and this new girl or whatever. And so she's very jealous. Then she, like, tricks Gilbert into actually calling her husband mm-hmm. at work. And he gets, like, super upset. He's like, you can't mess with me like this. Like what, like what's happening? Like I'm over this. Like I'm not playing your games. Yeah. Well, she like tries to like, you know, pleasure him while yes. he's on the phone. Yes. And so Gilbert leaves in a huff. Like he's not, he's not happy. Too bad. They didn't have caller ID back then. Right. He would have known that he was calling from his wife's phone. I know not on the rotary phone. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so yeah. So while he's on the phone with Mr. Carver, before he leaves, Mr. Carver's like, come see me at this insurance place or whatever mm-hmm. where he works. So Gilbert goes <laughs> to talk to Mr. Carver about God knows what. And this is where I'm like, I think he knew because you can tell he's like, you know, if anything happens to you, but see, this is why I think not because he's in insurance. So maybe he's thinking like, I'm going to sell him insurance, like life insurance. And then if something happens to him, his family's good. <laughs> so, okay. Let's just role play this for a second. Okay. I know that you're sleeping with boyfriend Ray, right? Uh huh. And I'm like, come, come to my office, Roche. I need you. Let's talk about some life insurance. <laughs> All right. Don't you want to make sure that if something happens to you, <laughs> like just something might bad happen to you, you know, you'd want to make sure your family was taken care of if something bad happened to you. Like you don't get the vibe that I know what you're doing. I just don't think Mr. Carver is that smart. <laughs> Also, can we stop down and talk about the actor who plays Mr. Carver? Did you recognize him at all? I recognize him, but not I don't know from what. Mm. He's Anthony Cooper in Lost. He plays John Locke's dad. Oh. Yeah. You, that, you dug deep for that oh, one. Oh, come on. John Locke's dad. Come on. Listen, if you loved it as much as I do, you would because understand. Because you've watched it like eight times. <laughs> This is one of those episodes that takes us eight times longer. Yeah. So anyways, um, while he's at Mr. Carver's, we're going to just agree to disagree. Okay. I think he knew you didn't. That's think fair. He so he gets a call from Mrs. Carver who's freaking out. She's panicking. And so they both end up driving there and the house is completely up in smoke. Uh, she's burnt the cookies. Um, and at this point, Gilbert's trying to leave. His car is not starting. He's like, these people are crazy. Mr. Carver, like, is trying to get the kids to, like, play in this, like, kiddie pool or whatever (laughs) that they asked for. And he's having a breakdown. Mrs. Carver comes to try to 
get Gilbert not to leave. And she basically tells him like, I, he, or she's like, I chose you. I chose you. And he's like, well, why did you choose me? And she says, because I knew you would never leave. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> so, and then he, his car starts and then he leaves. So remember the fact that Mr. Carver was screaming at his children mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. pool, the kiddie pool. Yes. <laughs> because later that night we find out Mr. Carver is dead. <laughs> He did not make it through the kiddie pool. Oh, he no. actually, he, they say he drowned in the kiddie pool, but actually he, you know, had a heart attack and fell into the kiddie pool. Which is a lot more logical way of dying in a kiddie pool yes. than actually drowning. Yes. So Gilbert is now with Becky again. The truck is still broken. The trailer's still broken, so they can't go anywhere. Um, Becky is taking a swim in the pond. <laughs> and she's trying to get Arnie to come in, but he won't come in because they're trying to get him in because he stinks because he mm-hmm. won't freaking shower. Um, and then at this point, Gilbert ends up getting into the pond with all his clothes on. Arnie still won't go in. I'm like, you couldn't have just taken a shirt off for me? I know, nothing. 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 <laughs> I will say, Johnny Depp does not have, like, the best body, so I guess it's okay. Yeah, maybe he did it then, though. Mm, he's very scrawny. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, but at this point, Becky, like, wants to have a big heart-to-heart, and she, like, wants to know what, what, what does Gilbert want out of life? And he's like, look, I just want a new home for my family. That's not falling down. I want my mom to work out. I want Arnie to grow old. I want him to get a new brain. And I just want to be a good person. And then while they're talking, Arnie wanders off. Like, come on. Let's keep an eye on Arnie. Literally please. keep your eyes on yes, Arnie. At where all is times. Arnie? <laughs> so Arnie, guess where he is? On top of the water tower. He's made it all the way to the top this time. The firefighters have to use like one of those cherry picker crane mm-hmm. things to get him down and they freaking arrest him. They're like, this is the last time we told you. Yeah. We told you it was going to happen. So at this point now everyone's really mad at Gilbert. Cause again, he was supposed to be watching him and he wasn't <laughs> poor Gilbert. So, but this does get mama out of the house. She actually gets up to goes to the police station to get Arnie out. She's going to get her boy out of jail. The, car is like tilted mm-hmm. as they're driving mm-hmm. um she yells at the sheriff <laughs> until he comes out poor sheriff i know um and it's really sad though because after she gets arnie out of jail she does this almost like i don't want to say walk of shame but she does the walk from the police station to the car and everybody is outside just like laughing at her snickering at mm-hmm. her looking at her and it's just kind of embarrassing for her yeah and they're even like taking pictures and at this point, like, it's one of those things to know that people are talking bad about you and laughing at you. It's another to thing to it. see it and yeah. experience it. So she gets really sad. She gets really depressed. Kids are still coming to the window. Um, at one point, the sister, like, throws something at the window and it breaks the window to get mm-hmm. these kids to leave. Um, but, yeah, so it's just mama's not having a good time right now. Uh, Gilbert goes to see Becky again. And this is where they finally have their first kiss in the trailer. Much cuter than in the book. Yeah. The book it was like some awkward experience, and then he tries to like kiss her later. She's like, "Yeah, not anymore. Nah, I'm good. Not, I'm good for now. <laughs> I'm good." Um. So now we're at Mr. Carver's funeral, and <laughs> Gilbert sits at or not Gilbert Arnie like just sits at their dad's grave, and then at one point Arnie starts like freaking out and gets all excited because the burger barn drives by. The funeral. Um, Is that really how they bring? That's not. No. I mean, maybe back in then, those days when they were little like that. Who knows? 
Um, but Mrs. Carver now comes back to the store as a, just a ravishing widow, you know, in all her black. And she says that the, she's moving the family to St. Louis, mainly because everyone thinks that she killed her husband. <laughs> yeah. So she wants to get away from the rumors. Um, uh, and at this point, uh, I think Becky comes in at that point mm-hmm. and she's like, he's all yours. And Becky's like, huh? I don't want him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's the last we see of uh, Mrs. Becky Carver or Betty Carver mm-hmm. in the movie in the book. Gilbert actually goes to see her again before she leaves and like basically begs her. Still. Oh god! <laughs> she's like, yeah, no, no, I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. It's one of those things. that's like it's nice when you're like a lot of times when people sneak around, it's like the thrill of it. Yeah. And once it the thrill's gone, it's like, all right, well, I don't actually want to be with you. Right. I mean, I wouldn't know from experience, but I would assume. <laughs> So Becky and her family think that the truck might be fixed and then nope, still not fixed. They get excited. That was cute. It was. They're like, oh, okay. She okay, gets to she stay. Say, and thank God because she would have, she would have missed the burger barn grand opening. I mean, how could you <laughs> miss that? Yeah. And I love that. Um, Arnie gets one of like the promotional visors from, <laughs> and he like wears it the rest of the movie. Yeah. It's so great. Um, but at, at the opening, uh, Becky actually says, okay, the camper is now fixed and that we're leaving tomorrow. Sad. And Arnie just like becomes just like a pouty patty, you know, <laughs> and is like so like rude to her. Arnie actually invites her to his birthday party now, though, because they've been hanging out and they're little buds now. Um, and Gilbert just becomes like really cold to her. And he's like, okay, take care. Yeah. Bye. Well, and like something we haven't really touched on in book and in movie, like Arnie or Gilbert keeps like thinking about like okay what would happen if i just left like yeah. what if i just left andorra like what could my life possibly mm-hmm. be and the fact that like becky gets to do that and like it's kind of essentially mm-hmm. leaving him behind yeah. it really hits him hard right. well get out then that's <laughs> your own fault um so anyways gilbert's trying to get arnie to take a bath because it's a birthday party tomorrow and he stinks and he just can't he cannot get him to take a bath and at one point he ends up hitting his sister who has this cake that she made for him. So he, now the cake is ruined for tomorrow and Gilbert ends up going to Foodland to go get this like pre-made cake. His arch nemesis. Yeah. And of course he walks out with the cake in hand and his boss from the grocery store is driving by. The book was so funny. The boss actually is in the store, mm-hmm. like shopping yeah. when he sees him and he's like, Hey, have you checked out their lobsters? They're really That's way cool. better. Yeah. That's way better. That it's like makes it so much sadder yeah. in the movie. Um, so we also find out now that the that mama does not want to go outside for the party. She's like, I'm just gonna, you know, watch from inside because she's still embarrassed from all the people uh making fun of her. Um, Arnie starts to eat the cake out of the fridge. <laughs> cake number uh, Arnie, two is Arnie, now Arnie. ruined. Um, and now Gilbert's getting even more frustrated. He tries to force Arnie into the bath. And he ends up hitting him, which he just got done yelling at his sister for. Right. Well, and he talks about constantly in the book, like, mm-hmm. you don't hurt Arnie, right? right? Like, And he did the one thing that he said he'd never do. Right. So Gilbert ends up leaving. He drives off, like, basically looks like he's going to go out of town. He's leaving for good. Mm-hmm. He's not. <laughs> um, and then Arnie also runs off at this point. Arnie goes to Becky's because Becky's the nicest person to him ever. Right. And and probably he knows where she is. Right. Uh, <laughs> Gilbert at this point ends up like U-turning and going to going to Becky's. And when he gets there, he sees Arnie and Becky there together. And he sees that Becky has gotten Arnie to get into the water so he can actually take a bath. <laughs> Genius. Yeah. And at this point, Becky takes Arnie home. She gets him back. 
um, safe and sound. The sisters actually show up because when when Arnie and Gilbert both left, yeah, uh, the sisters start driving around looking for oh, Arnie, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they pull up as he's she's about to take him home, mm-hmm. and he just gets in the car with them. So then Gilbert, um, she ends up finding or Becky ends up finding Gilbert there. At this point, he ends up telling her about their dad and telling him the story of what happened and how. Arnie was actually the one, was it Arnie the one that found their dad in the basement? I think that's what it was. I think so, but I think in the book, it's the older brother who did. Yeah, it's either, in, in the movie, it's either Gilbert or Arnie yeah, or the one that Arnie. found him. Um, and basically, she said, you know, this is where it started with my mom and all of her issues. And he says at this point that, you know, their dad never showed emotion. Like, that their dad was never there, ever, um, on an emotional basis. He's like, he was never happy. He was never sad. He was literally just there, mm-hmm. like, describing a depressed person, right. basically. So, you know, but to them, they had no idea what that could have led to. And he didn't say goodbye. He just did what he did, and it was done. Yep. They ended up falling asleep again, because that's what these two do. <laughs> uh, and now it's Ar- it's the day of Arnie's birthday. Happy 18th birthday, Arnie. Mm-hmm. And the family is all mad now because Gilbert, you know, hit Arnie and, you know, Arnie ran away from him and blah, blah, blah. So when Gilbert gets to the party, Arnie is still like kind of put off by Gilbert and he kind of runs away from him and he hides in the tree and the, his sister and him kind of um, Gilbert and the older sister make up and then they do their little where's Arnie Mm -hmm. Arnie's in the tree or whatever (laughs) um and then they Gilbert and Arnie end up making up um Gilbert goes to talk to his mom at this point because she's inside um you know just looking at the party and she apologizes for being a burden to him and she understands you know she says I'm sorry that you know I've done this to our family and she asks you know if if Gilbert will never disappear She's like, please stay forever. It's like, uh, about that. About that. I want to leave. So Becky and her family show up to the party. It's really cute. Um, and at this point, Becky had asked before if she could meet um, Gilbert's mom. And he had said no. But at this point, he's like, all right, I want you to meet my mom. She comes in and she's like very nice to her mm. and respectful and whatnot. Um, and then her and her family say their goodbyes. Sad. Very sad. In the book, um, she doesn't meet mama she only meets like his sisters mm-hmm. and brother and stuff but i mean i, I like that like scene because it yeah. was super sweet because mama goes like oh, i didn't always look like this yeah and becky goes i i, I also didn't always look like this <laughs> right none of us <laughs> yeah. right um so at this point mama actually after talking to becky she ends up getting up she walks up the stairs to her bed um which is a you know a lot of stairs it's a huge feat for for um for her to do and the family's very excited um and then they're like okay mama like just rest in the bed you know that was a lot of work you deserve a rest arnie comes up to see see his mom and she won't wake up so we find out very quickly that mama has died yeah. in the bed upstairs in the movie they did a great job of just kind of like having her like die in her sleep yeah in the book she like 
recognizes that there's something wrong. She Ugh. like rings a bell that she normally rings to get the, yeah. the kid's attention. And Amy and Gilbert actually go upstairs and like mm-hmm. essentially watch their mom die. Ugh. Yeah. And like the whole time Arnie's like sleep asleep at her, at the foot of the bed. Um, I appreciated that it was Amy and Gilbert in the book that found her as opposed to Arnie. But yeah. at least in the movie, they just left it at like, she's, you know, she fell asleep yeah. essentially in her sleep. Yeah. But, very peacefully. Yeah. So all four kids are now in the room um, with her. They stay with her for a while. It's like this little montage of them crying and just kind of sitting around with their mom. Um, And they start to think like, you know, we need to get her out. Like, how are we going to get her out of the house? And we see that, you know, Gilbert is having like a moment. He goes downstairs. He starts breaking things and he comes back up and he's like, I don't want her to be a joke because at one point I think the police uh, an officer came or whatever mm. and he hears on the radio that they're like oh we're, they're gonna have to take a get her out of the house with the crane and so Gilbert doesn't want his mom to be a, her last moments to be a spectacle right. or a joke or whatever so they move everything out of the house all the furniture <laughs> everything um and they light it on fire and I was like brilliant 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 I'm sure that's what she would have yeah. would have loved well yeah and that gives her like dignity right like yeah. they chose the way that she was essentially gone but I, I it was interesting because like in the movie they don't really talk about mm-hmm. it they just kind of start doing it yeah and that's how it is in the book right like Gilbert yeah. just starts like taking stuff doesn't tell anyone what he's doing yeah and like over like that over time the other siblings start realizing, realizing and yeah. so they start moving everything out and then finally they like explain to Arnie like why they're doing what they're doing yeah so then the scene fades and the next thing we see is Gilbert and Arnie sitting by the side of the road, just like the movie started. And it's almost a year. So Arnie has lived a whole nother mm-hmm. year. Um, and we find out that the girls have both kind of left and moved on to do other things. Um, and the last thing we get is Becky and her family show up again, just like last year. Um, but this time they take Arnie and Gilbert with them. Yeah. And then so we don't know if they're like living with them forever or like where have these two been staying for the last year? There's a couple questions I have. Well, and like even that is like something more than what the book gave us. The book kind of just ends at the scene where the the house is on fire. So you don't really know what what becomes of of the family. Um, So I appreciated that they at least like gave that little tidbit, Mm -hmm. even though it was a little vague. But yeah, at least we got it. Yeah. So that was the end of the book and the movie. I mean. I don't want to say I'm glad it was mom that died than Arnie, but it was like, (laughs) you know what I mean? I would have been a lot more sad if Arnie would have died, you know? Yeah. I guess we should say he, she did die on his 18th birthday, which is, she got to see it. She She got got to see see his 18th birthday. Yeah. So, uh, did the movie stay true to the book? Yeah, I think so. There's a couple of bigger scenes in the book that they Mm. didn't do. I don't know that they were critical necessarily, but for the most part, the concept of the book is pretty in line with the movie. Yeah. Um, I don't even need to ask this, but book or movie? Movie. Movie for sure. (laughs) For all the reasons I have already mentioned. Yes, don't need to recap (laughs) it. Are you picking movie too? Yeah, I said movie. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear you. You were too busy (laughs) saying it so loudly over there. (laughs) Very adamant about it. Yes. Uh, All right, that's it for this one. Make sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give us a rating and leave us a review. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Booby Girls. You can also email us at theboobygirls at gmail.com. And like we said earlier, we are on Patreon. All you have to do to become a patron is go to patreon.com forward slash theboobygirls to sign up. 
what are we doing next week? I'm so excited. <laughs> we are doing the Queen of Mystery, Agatha Christie's Death on the Nile. Uh, I actually saw the movie already. Oh, you did? Yeah, we saw it in theaters oh, when nice. it first came out. So it's on HBO Max now. Mm-hmm. Haven't read the book yet, but you know I love Agatha Christie. So. Yeah, I mean, we covered um, Murder on the Orient Express not yes. too long ago. That one, I, I wasn't mm-hmm. I wasn't a fan of the writing. So we'll see how it goes with this one. I bet the writing is going to be similar because Yeah, I'm same trying era. it on audio this time. Yeah. So hopefully um, make it a little bit better. Yeah, but I, th- I liked... I mean, this is just the first watch, but I actually like Death on the Nile better than Murder on the Orient Express. Okay. Same kind of concept. It's yeah. a whodunit, but right. I'm so excited. And but, it's like star-studded cast. Yeah, and I'm I'm all for the whodunits. I just hope that, you know, I can enjoy the book a little bit more this time. I think you will. <laughs> all right, thanks for listening. And remember, don't judge a book by its movie. Bye. Bye.